Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Welcome back, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is the former White House press secretary who is now anchoring her own show on MSNBC. Please welcome Jen Psaki. Hello. I'm pretty excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Great. Mutual. Uh, now, uh, you got the new show on MSNBC, uh, Inside with Jen Psaki. Okay. Yeah. What, how does it feel to be the person asking the questions as opposed to the person who is getting grilled by the press? <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. Yes. I mean, the thing that is, it, the two jobs have in common is yes. that when I was at the White House, the thing I loved the most about it is when I had to go figure out go down in the rabbit hole of an issue and figure out what was happening and then explain it to the public. And so this is my opportunity sure. to do something similar. It's inside with Jen Psaki. You're an insider. Do you think the press should well, be insiders? Well, we're going to go inside of issues and inside people's But lives. you're also an insider I of this administration. I have at a lot you know. of tables. That's the truth. You, you, That's you true. know these people. Yes. And, you know, uh, you know, it's been said the value of the press is to be to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable... Are you going to have to throw some haymakers at the Biden administration to prove that you're independent of your old boss? I don't know if I'm a good haymaker thrower. I'm trying to figure out exactly what that is. But um, <laughs> what I, I do commit to doing, one, one, I will start with this. I think it's an opportunity, it's advantage for the viewers of my show that I've actually been sitting in the room for 20 years. I mean, I have sat in the Situation Room in the Oval Office for two presidents, by the way. I have traveled around the world with a Secretary of State and been on campaign buses. So I can actually call out things that are happening and when you don't need to freak out about things as well. And that, I think, is an advantage, I hope, for the viewers. But I will also, I'm not afraid to call balls and strikes. And when uh, President Biden and others deserve to be applauded, I'll do that. And. Uh, but I'm not going to gratuitously attack him either. So that's what people can expect. Okay. So let's talk about let's talking about let, let's talk about uh, the people who clearly had a cozy relationship with power, and that's Fox News. Oh, okay. I, so I heard there's some development. Yeah, there's there. a lot of interesting stuff. So we're learning more about what's going on this, behind the scenes over there. It's not surprising, but it is unsettling to hear about. It's a little bit more than unsettling, wouldn't you say? I've watched you. I know you're more than unsettled. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, an, it's emotionally destabilizing. Yeah, that's fair. That's okay. Well, fair. what's it like for you as someone who was on the other side of those questions of supposed journalists when their clear hypocrisy is exposed like this? There can't be anybody who works over there who goes, yeah, yeah, this is a clean organization who's good to work for. Well, I, first of all, I mean, I don't think it's a shock to me, or it wasn't a shock to me, that they were sharing inaccurate information. I mean, we know that with our own eyes, right? Right. Um, but not but, only that, but they were giving accurate information and then asking for it to be withdrawn because they were afraid of their audience. Well, that. 
but also they were knowingly sharing inaccurate information. I mean, yes. I had about 20 seconds where I thought, Tucker Carlson, maybe he's one of us. And then, like, by minute, by second 21, I thought, wait, he is intentionally sharing disinformation with his audiences and treating them like they are stupid, frankly, mm -hmm. so that he can save his job, save viewers, and make money. Mm -hmm. um, that's the part that's the most horrifying to me. I am horrified by the disinformation, but the fact that they know, knowingly did it, that is what I think is, in my view, the most problematic. And in internally... Internally, internally, we're seeing that there were direct communications between people at Fox and people at the previous White House pushing a particular narrative and asking them not to report on some things and to actually try to help with uh, the, the, the uh, investigations, quote-unquote. Sharing of Biden campaign ads? Right. Yes. Okay, so if your boss is an MSNBC, which is sort of sometimes called, like, a liberal fox, I don't think that's entirely fair, if you were asked to do any of that stuff, what would you say? I would say no, but I would never be asked that. But I'm I, asking it's an, if it's a hypothetical. Well, I don't do hypotheticals, A. Okay. But, but B, look, I think this is an important piece to dive into because MSNBC has a very high standard of what is factual? You have to go through a process before you report things on air to make sure they are factual and you have sources. That is how news should work. Now, you can have informed opinion, which is what I will share and what others will share, informed experiences, informed perspective. That is an important part of reporting as well. But there is a huge difference between uh, going out there, reporting things that are inaccurate, knowingly reporting they're inaccurate, and sharing perspective. Now, you, recently, you were at the Gridiron Dinner on Saturday I was. night, okay? Yes. And Pence um, talked about the former president and said that the the the, the blame for January sixth is at his doorstep. Yeah. Um, what was the reaction in the room? So I just I feel like we need to scene set for a second on what this room is like. Sure. Um, have you been to a Gridiron I Dinner have, yes. before? Okay, so you're in a dark basement with six hundred people. Um, Everybody is wearing a long gown, a black tie gown, or literally white tails, okay? White tails on men's suits. Yeah. Um, it was about 9.30 at night. People were on the chocolate cake and wine portion of the evening. Mm -hmm. um, and Vice President, former Vice President Pence got up. He was kind of funny in the beginning. He mm -hmm. made some jokes. Sure. Um, and then he gave his long riff that we've all seen about yeah. how uh, Trump will be held accountable. Heard, not seen. We there's have no, all heard. This, no is an, this is an important point. Thank you for the correction there. That You're was very welcome, helpful. Thank you. Journalist. Um, thank you. <laughs> we help each other. Yes, we do. Okay. Yes. So that, now in the room, people didn't know what was happening. It felt like it was something new we were hearing. It mm -hmm. was. Um, and he did get a round of applause. It was strong in the moment. However, as you just sort of alluded to, he did this in a dark basement at an off-the-record dinner where there is no camera, there was no camera, there's no video coverage, and no record of it aside from journalists reporting it from the room. No one can use that clip in an ad against him. No one can use that clip in an ad against him. He also has not uh, participated in any aspect of the January 6th process to get to the bottom of the insurrection on our uh, nation's capital. He has also not agreed to uh, to participate in the process where he was issued a subpoena. So I don't know that we're ready to give him like a profile and courage lifetime award at mm. this point in time, um, but it was a moment. We'll see what he does from here. Jen, lovely to have you lovely on. Good luck with here. the new Thank show. Thank you so much.
Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. The Late Show will be back from our spring break on March 27th with all new episodes. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube.